Hey everybody, we are back. Welcome to an all new Downrate Sports here on Dynasty Radio, NY.com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Anchor, and anywhere podcasts can be heard or listened to. Today's show, we're going to talk about the NCAA and it's time for change in leadership. The Lakers lose LeBron and Davis for a little period of time. And we do some topic talk in the last segment. So this is the 50th episode of Downright Sports. So buckle up, get ready. Your Mr. Thursday Delight is back. And it only means one thing. It means it is showtime. Get bold. I just can't hold back a fold Cause I'm a man with soul In control and effects So what the heck Rock the disco text And this groove is what next Attack, react, exact The map I move you with A strong song as long as you groove to this I keep the crowd loud when you hype Do damage on stage and injure the mic As I shoot the gift and see stand stiff While my rhyme stick to you like Skippy and Jeff Feel my blood fist on my death kiss The rap solo is You don't want none of this Supreme in this era I reign with terror When I grab the mic Believe you're gonna hear her Fascinating rhyme as I enchant them so let's all sing the Big Daddy Anthem Go with the flow, my rhymes grow like an afro I entertain the gain and cane, I never have no problem I can sneeze, sniffle, and cough Even if I stutter, I'ma still come off Cause rappers can't understand the mics I rip They sure enough ain't equipped, that's why they got flipped But my apparatus is up to status Don't ask who's the baddest, of course that is The make or break or take or my rhymes take the head Put it to bed, so watch what's said Say the bass for the pipe and rearrange the tone I take a loss and be forced in the danger zone Cause I can kill and kill at will Teaching a skill that's real, you're no frill so just stand still and chill as I feel Science I drill until my rhymes fill your head up Don't even get up, the teacher is teaching So just shut up Set it off Set it off Something dynamic about you, boy. Yeah. 
just want to say what's up to my man Botch. Can't forget D. This goes out to Horse, Dog, Pig, Miami, Slop. And of course, my man Big Shot. AD Money, the notorious Neil. sports critic. To my man Damn right Sports. Von Gita, D yeah. Smooth, Out West. Can't forget Jam, Footloose and Locate. To my man Mont, Steve, G, Mark, Howard, Logie, Chili. And the whole posse from the jungle. To my man Jamel from Queens. Of course, the one known as Ant Live, Federal V, the Debonair 3, Frank Nitty, Ike Fall, Mel Corner, Shabazz, the whole Brooklyn posse, Blase, Blase, and may I send this out to the one known as AJ Fresh. Peace, my brother. We are tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so. new downright sports here on dynastyradio.ny.com your home and number one source for hip-hop r&b and soul set for on thursdays where it's your number one source for all of the world of sports and you can listen to an apple podcast soundcloud google play anchor spotify or anywhere podcasts are heard or listened to the megaphone's gonna be on camera because i don't even feel like moving anyway i'm your host brent reed the notorious sports critic for the sports fan and i am back i've been off for a long two weeks yeah two weeks last week you had two um repeats if you heard the week prior you got to hear a show from 2009 yeah, shocker. That's how long I've been doing this, kids. Since 2009, you got to hear a show. Uh, you have got to hear a show from 2009, where at the time my co-host DJ Chase, the, the the former executive producer of said show, was on it. It was a lot of fun in a different day, different time, different era. But thank you all. If you're watching on Facebook, you know that means it's Sunday, so you get a sneak preview of what everybody hears on Thursday. Why do I record on Sunday? Because I have another job that gets in the way. <laughs> so, uh, before we dive in and talk about the topics and sports, like I always do, if you've never seen the show before, um, basically I'm a sport. I, I'm the sports critic. I'm a sports critic. I'm going to give opinions. I'm gonna give facts. I'm gonna give statements um, based on what I feel is important in the world of sports. Uh, if something happens. I'm going to touch on it, and you're going to get my take on it. And uh, where I differ in uh, guys like Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, Shannon Sharp, and so many others, I'm not trying to debate anybody. That's why I do a show alone, because I don't want to debate. I don't really care to debate. It's not that serious. I'm going to give you my opinion. You either run with it or you leave with it. Some people partake in the show when we do it on Facebook Live, and you're free to write in, leave a comment if I could see it. The last few shows, I haven't seen the comments, so I'm going to try. Hopefully, we get to see it. Like, I can't even see who's on, if there is anyone on. So, let's hope there's someone on. <laughs> it's very important to know. <laughs> As I play around with the screen, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. 
Don't worry. We'll figure it out. Anyway, we'll get there, won't we? Any case. So, the this is episode 50 under the name Downright Sports. But for um, this show or this podcast has had different avenues. It's had different it's had different types. Uh, it was initially just a YouTube show. Well, no, it was initially an internet radio show many moons ago. Then it became a inter- uh, YouTube show, and then we st- I started doing a podcast called "I'm Just Talking," which morphed more into downright sports. So I just took the YouTube show and one, just made it one show. So we this is the 50th episode of the downright sports. In the in the, the rebirth, if you will, the remake, or in the in the in the with Zack Snyder cut, this is the Brent Reed cut, <laughs> right? So that's what's cool about this. Uh, we're at the end of the show. We're gonna think a lot of people, especially re- how we've reached show fifty and how fun it is and how important it is that we've done that. So, yeah. Now, I had a whole different show mapped out. For episode 50, and I'm not going to go into detail, I'm not going to reveal the curtain, I'm not going to bear anybody, but a couple interviews did not happen, as I was expecting, Um, so yeah, um, Kevin Hart and The Rock, you know, I know they reached out to me, but you know, sometimes they get busy, they're making movies, you know, uh, uh, Jumanji 11, and (laughs) stuff like that, so um, that's what happens, but fortunately... Fortunately, the news gives you stuff worthy enough to talk about. So the NCAA is in hot water, despite you know they tried to you know quash it, you know, squash it. But the NCAA is in hot water. Um, March Madness is here, and they're going to take a page out of the NBA and NHL and do a bubble type system, so they don't run into any issues when it comes to COVID. Despite they already have one team that's out now, thanks to COVID, and that team is out, and Oregon is in. So, but that's not what we're here to talk about. They made a workout facility for the players, for both men and women, as they're playing in the same area. <clears throat> if you've seen the pictures, the men's workout facility is state of the art. You get it in, you get jacked, you can throw up 350, 900 times. Oh, man, grunt. Where the women's workout room looked like something from the 1920s. Where there were like two dumbbells and like a pull-up bar. What? The NCAA has been tone deaf, in my opinion, through this whole pandemic. When the pandemic first started, instead of the NCAA taking the stands and telling all the schools either we're going to play or we're not, they left it up to the school's hands, which seems to be a common theme in this country when there's a a flesh, what is a killing virus out there, we're just going to leave it up to individuals to decide whether or not they want to survive or not versus laying down mandates across the land. Funny, I'm told I got to wear a seatbelt or I get a ticket. That's in every state. Funny, I'm told that I can't run a red light. That seems to be in every state. Everybody abides by that, but... God forbid you tell an individual to put on a mask and you're telling them they live in uh, in, 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 in Italy during World War II. Uh, everybody uses Germany, so I don't want to go there. The point is, the NCAA itself has dropped the ball. Last year, when you told, basically, that it was okay for football to be played, 
but other sports, including women's sports, can't be played or shouldn't be played, or some even had to be canceled because they couldn't afford to keep it going, was basically a slap in the face and telling everybody that your sport doesn't matter, and the only sport that matters is the one that brings in the green. Now, I am not stupid. Money is king. Without money, you have nothing. (laughs) But these are collegiate athletes. These are not professional athletes. You've you've given them the opportunity to continue. Some of them may not get a chance to play beyond this. There are a lot of players last year that that was their last year, and they did not get a farewell tour. Not every woman gets a chance to play the WNBA, just like not every man gets a chance to play in the NBA. So fast forward to the March Madness. How in the blue hell did you think that that workout room was equal in any capacity? Like, you basically just told all your women, your women basketball players that they are nowhere in, in the same importance as the men. If that was true, that the women's March match wasn't the same, ESPN would not take its time to broadcast it. Now, I know ESPN doesn't have the rights to the men's. They probably would prefer it. But the fact that the women's is broadcast means there is a market for it. As long as there's gambling, there's a market for it. Where you can't have that. You can't have this. Whoever put that in. Whoever job. You know what? Let's back up. Let's have some fun here. Whoever the guy was. Who was hired. Just to worry about the workout facility. Today should never be hired anywhere else again. Because he or she. And I'm assuming it was a he. Is a moron. Like. Clearly the dumbest person to ever live. Like, there's no way he showed up. Let's say he showed up on a Monday. His name is Bill. Nah, let's not call him Bill. Let's say his name is Donald, right? And Donald shows up, and he's like, and and Donald's boss is named Fred, right? And Fred just goes, hey, Donald, your job is to make sure the men and women have a workout room. And Donald's like, all right. So, for the men, we're going to have a place for them to lift weights. And for the ladies, they might as well install, uh, should we put a kitchen? And some brooms and vacuum cleaners? Because that's pretty much almost the exact same thing he did is by not putting the same type of equipment in there. Interesting. So, Donald puts all this together, does the men's, looks back at it and goes, man, that's fantastic. These boys are going to be in fantastic shape. And then he goes to the women's side. And then he puts in a dumbbell. He puts in a jump rope. He puts in uh, what's that game where um, t- t- what's the game where they draw in the box and like they got the numbers in the box? You know what I'm talking about? I can't think of what it's called. And then he puts in some like uh, he put and then he just leaves a little note saying this is where you do sit ups. And then he just looks and goes. Huh, I got a little extra money in my pocket because uh, I saved a lot of money here. Oof, I worked hard. I deserve a milkshake. Donald, the guy who designed the women's locker room, looks like the type of fool that went for a milkshake after. Mm, I need a milkshake, not a beer, because a guy that drinks a beer is smart and would have known to make it equal where this dumbbell gave the women a workout room for an infant. The NCAA, it's time for a change throughout the entire NCAA. 
leadership. It's obvious that they are tone deaf and <clears throat> they are tone deaf in so many ways. Yeah, they let the players this year wear um, messages on their back of their uniform. Oh, whoop de do. Whoop de do. You're like, wow, who who cares? If you look at if you look at the landscape of how the balance of power and just in college football is all in the South. You telling me there's no teams in the North that have the ability to recruit or get good players? Like all the best players just come from the South, or you know that the, 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 uh, uh, California, all their teams is bad. Like it's clear the writing is on the wall that they favor one thing, that's money, and they don't look to equalize or equally dis- uh, um, give it a, a fair playing field for everybody. Your job is to govern student athletes. And make sure that they are all equal, that they're all the same, that they all get the same amount of treatment, and they don't. And it's not fair, and it needs to stop. And it, the only way for it to stop is that the NCAA gets rid of these old men, these old, I'm just going to come out and say, these old white men that we are tired of seeing forever. The same people get promoted. The same, Like, I need to, like, I bet you the average age of the people who work for the NCAA, whether it's the people who do the voting, the people who run it, the people who, they, they're all probably in their, their, their 60s or older. Like, it's got to, I believe it's time that the NCAA includes students. Like, how you have, uh, you vote like a, a class president, the NCAA should have one, like, each school should have one student representative in the board of the NCAA just to get a voice from somebody that was born before the dinosaur period. Like, they need to have that. I'm not saying young people are the answer, but they're student athletes. Why not have students involved? They're next, the next chapter that you call everybody, you call them adults. I say you vote one person from each college each college to give a fair assessment and a balance and have an extra voice in the room from people of the age that are playing and participating and know what's going on. Now, if it was pro sports, it'd be a different argument. But these these are college kids. They, and not to mention, they're going to have to come up with some unique ways to make this stuff grow because eventually people are going to get... This, They're starting to view things a lot differently. They're starting to look at it a lot differently. Kids, they have different voices. Hey, it wasn't that long ago, Northwestern was trying to unionize the student-athletes. And if that would have went through, holy Moses, you'd have been a different world to hurt. You really would have. So, it's just, when I saw that nonsense about the... um, the weight room, I just was like, you gotta be kidding me, I'm kicking the show off with this, like, there's no way in hell that would be acceptable in any place else, there's nowhere where, if I, where I work, if I went into work tomorrow, and I laid out the, the equipment that we use for work, and all the men at the job had the best equipment, and the women got a calculator and a pencil, (laughs) I can promise you, I would not have a job much longer. I I I put money on it. It's like it has to, like do not insult me when you call the men and women 
basketball. Like, don't insult me because you basically said one was men and the other were just less than people when you gave him that workout room. That was ridiculous. That's shameful. It was the, what Stephen A. Smith would say. That was, it was disrespectful. That's what it was. It was disrespectful. Anywho, welcome to Downright Sports, everybody, here on DynastyRadioNY.com. You're home. You're number one source for hip-hop, R&B, and soul. This is also, you can listen to the show anywhere podcasts are heard. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Anchor, and Spotify. Today's show is episode 50. I'm excited. Got the bullhorn out. We're going to have some fun with this one. Um, in the next segment, uh, we're going to talk about the Lakers losing LeBron in that Injury like LeBron doesn't get hurt, and for him to be out means he's hurt or he's taking a break because it's like, mm, what else I need to do? But we're gonna play pretend ESPN.com is gonna help me out try to make the trade that helps the Lakers get another player if we can. So far, none of the trades I've practiced with have worked yet, but that's what pretend is for, huh, kids? And uh, today's music, you're if you're listening to the show, uh, we kicked it off with some Big Daddy Kane, set it off. Uh, we <clears throat> We're going to play the late, great Chris Cornell, who passed away back in 2017. And we're also, we'll have some uh, 112. And there's somebody else. Uh, where's my script? What's my name? Oh, and we're going to have a little dub C. For C if Leah, Leah. All right. <laughs> Let that one go. So uh, when we come back, more downrace sports. Uh, and up next, a little 112. So get ready. And uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, Come back, tune in, and I'm going to see if I can fix the the the, the comments, because I don't know if people are commenting or what. I mean, nobody can be watching for all I know, but normally I get one comment, you know what I'm saying? All right, we'll be back with more Downright Sports. What is this numbers in your pocket? I remember when you used to throw those things away. Why do you want to keep in touch now? Who gave you a reason to act so shady?
in the old town tonight. <laughs> Nothing like a little 112, man. Gosh, uh, the Peaches and Cream. I should have played that whole album on this, on this show today. It's over now. It's hard. And if you go back and listen to the remix, it's over now. Who was on the remix? Uh, I think Black Rob was on the remix. G. Depp was on the remix. <sighs> man, it was a good time. We had some good rap. Man, rap is back in the early 2000s, 90s, 80s. It's just a different time. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a couple like I listen to certain songs today. Like I, I like the Migos. I'm I'm a, I'm a big the Baby fan. I, outside of that, I don't I can't even pronounce half the rappers' name today. Like they all go by like Cold Medicine or um, Storms and stuff like that. Oh look, I can finally see somebody's watching. Thank goodness. Um, so um, it's just odd. Any case, so uh, the the other day, LeBron James out down boom. Hurt. Ooh, hurt his ankle. Uh, Look like he was kicked in his ankle. Uh, currently, the Lakers... Currently, the Lakers are sitting third in the West 28-14 and 14 behind the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz. Don't get excited because neither one won in the championship. I'm here to tell you that right now. The Jazz could defensively, and if... Um, what's his name? Uh, Devin Mitchell. If he could just transform... Into that next elite player, they could because he's a good scorer, and Rudy Gobert is a great defensive player where they could beat almost anybody. But I truly believe this is the year Philadelphia wins a championship. Doc Rivers proves he's great at winning one and then losing forever after that. He, I think, he has so much to prove that Philly, and Philly's been quiet despite being the best team in the East. And I know what some of you are thinking: How in the blue cheese or how in the blue hell you pick Philly over Brooklyn? Well, I'm gonna tell you why. Because Brooklyn is what you call a great regular season team. The three great players play fantastic when they got to play the Indiana Pacers, the Chicago Bulls, the uh, Toronto Raptors, the Washington Wizards, the Cleveland Cavaliers. When you get to play those teams, yeah, you'll be fantastic too. But when you play in the playoffs, you're playing against other good, great teams. And I feel like, you know, KD is great, but uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Money Penny, what's his name? James Harden and Kyrie Irving will fold up like a cheap tent and prove that it's done. Uh, shout out to my man DJ Chase, who is on what's good. Chase had a good night last night, ladies and gentlemen. DJ and <clears throat> nice little shindig. Go to DJ Chase's Instagram to peep that and check that one out. The former executive producer of said show and co-creator of said show. Anyway, back to the NBA. So. The Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron, LeBron especially, was on the fast track to winning an MVP award. Let's pause for a second. If you would have voted LeBron this year for an MVP award, that is lazy voting. Because Chris Paul has earned the MVP this year. The Phoenix Suns are 27-13. and 13. Let me help you understand what their record was last year. Take it to the computer, please. Last year, the Phoenix Suns... Finished 34 and 39. They're going to surpass that record clearly. Clearly, they're going to go past that record. Chris Paul has that team as the number two seed in the West right now. What is the X factor on that team? 
Chris Paul, he should have won the MVP award last year for what he did with the temp with um uh, OKC, who is now a team looking to be in a lottery pick. And if he he should just win the MVP based on this. He played on OKC last year. They made the playoffs. They were number they were five seed. This year they're eighteen and twenty four, and they are playing to see who's going to get the first round pick. Now he goes to Phoenix, where Phoenix is twenty seven and thirteen, and they are number two in the West. It's not what you do in the playoffs, it's what you do during the regular season. In the regular season, he is the league MVP. It is not Kawhi Leonard. It's not Paul George. I know some of you all want to give Paul George the MVP award. He must have done something nice for a lot of you guys out there because I don't see it. He's a good regular season player, but folds up like a cheap tent. It's not Kevin Durant. It's James Harden could make the argument, but if I was James Harden playing with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, how hard would it be for me to get triple doubles every night? Understand? It's not going to be the Greek freak. I, I might have gave it to Giannis, but it's Chris Paul. He's the MVP this year. Give him the award. If he doesn't win the award this year, it just goes to show you that nobody's really paying attention and it's lazy voting. Now, the Lakers lost uh, Anthony Davis earlier in the year. He should be back soon unless they just rested him. And then because we're not even 100% sure he can tell us Achilles. Like his injury was an Achilles. It was near that area. LeBron was kicked in his leg and he has a high ankle sprain. That's he's with LeBron's speed. And his power, he needs his legs underneath him for him to be explosive. He is a great all-around player. He's not one of the greatest shooters of all time. He's not a, <clears throat> a Steph Curry or um, um, a Klay Thompson. Like He needs his legs to drive to the basket when his shots aren't falling, which nobody gets to the basket better than LeBron. I know, oh, how dare you, Brian Kari Irving? No, 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 no. Let me, let me be clear. If LeBron was unselfish and wanted to. He could have drove in his early career. He could have drove to the basket every single possession and scored and would have been a damn thing nobody could have did about it. All right. Uh, update for March Madness. Syracuse is up 52-44 over West Virginia. This one looks about over. Now, moving on. What can the Lakers do to maintain their three seed so they don't fall any further because right now if the playoffs started, they would face Denver in the first round. If I'm the Lakers, I want that two spot or because I'm not trying to face Denver or Portland in that first round. Because if they were uh, like right now, you would get Portland and um, uh, the Trailblazers in the first round if the playoffs started today. I don't want to face either of those teams. Denver can beat the Lakers, especially our hurt Lakers. So, who should the Lakers try to get? Well, San Antonio, who was in the playoffs, was trying to part ways with, um, um, shoot, what's his name? Uh, oh, LaMarcus Aldridge, excuse me. Yeah, the Spurs thought about cutting him or trading him. That still could happen. I don't know if it would, but if I'm the Lakers and I can, I think I explore those options. Let's see if I can actually make the trade work. So we go to the ESPN NBA trade machine. I'm going to pick San Antonio. And I'm going to try to trade Shooter. Because LeBron's really the point guard of that team. And Mark Gasol, because he's useless. 
And let's see if we can get LaMarcus Aldridge trying for this trade. Trade fail. Why did the trade fail? The Lakers are over the salary cap. So apparently the Lakers are over the salary cap and I can't afford them. But in pretend world, it's a good pickup, kids. <laughs> now, the team I think, if I'm the Lakers, who I'm going to reach out to and talk to, the two teams, I'm going to reach out to the Minnesota Grizzlies because they need to blow up whatever crap is going on there. Like, that team is a dumpster fire. They're 10 and 32. Carl Anthony Towns can give you buckets. He's a double-double machine waiting to happen. He needs a change of venue. If I'm the Lakers, I call the Timberwolves and say, trade him to me. I'm taking the whole contract. Uh, or take half the contract, and I'll take a large chunk of it. But we need to figure out a way how to get this guy to me today. The other players, or the other player, I think they should consider and maybe make a, sp uh, a move for um, Kyle Landry, Kyle Lowry uh, out of the uh, Toronto Raptors. Let me, in fact, let's see if we can make that trade happen because he is potentially available. Let's. We don't need a third team involved. All right, let's see what happens here. So we're going to change the Spurs for Toronto. Boom. And we're going to still trade the same people, Schroeder and Mark Gasol. Larry makes too much money. He makes like $30 million. The trade's not going to happen. Some of these, these contracts are so absurd, you can't make it happen. But, and pretend, good pickup. I like Kyle Lowry. And the Lakers could use a point, another shooter, a third type of shooter on that team. But the other team I may make a phone call to is the Boston Celtics. Now, the Lakers really have nothing to give the Celtics, but the Celtics may want to listen because they're 21 and 21. And it looks like that, that window for a championship could be over right now because they never really, uh, uh, Kimball Walker. That experiment bottomed out, and they don't really have anybody outside of Tatum and Brown that can really pull that team going forward. And I'm not sure Tatum can do it by himself. He looks like a guy that got it all together, but he may not be that that um, <clears throat> Jimmy Butler style of player, a guy who can do it alone. Like he needs a system in place with him. So there are players out there. But with the salary cap and the luxury cap and guys making these absurd amount of contracts, is it possible the Lakers can't make a trade for anybody? And the Lakers right now, if LeBron is out for a substantial period of time and Anthony Davis is out, we can potentially see the Lakers fall to the sixth seed, maybe. And, and, and which could be bad for the Lakers because now you lose home court, but at the same time, you now putting yourself in a bad scenario. The Lakers need to stay away, stay, stay, stay away from facing the Nuggets, facing the, the Trailblazers, and facing the Clippers in the first round. You don't want to face. You don't want to face a team like the Nuggets that got all that have all the talent that could easily be the best team in the West if you flip flop it. That's how good they are, and find yourself in one of them dog fights that just drain you. And then when you go to the next round, you have nothing left. So if I'm in LA, just time, you got to figure out something. You got to make some phone calls, uh, uh, grease some palms, whatever it takes. I think Carl Anthony Towns is the move. I know his contract's crazy, but he's the move. It's not Andre Drummond. 
If you can get Towns, you give Anthony Davis the ability to play the four position, the power four position, the position he's more comfortable with. He doesn't have to be a center. Oh, wow. So let me update you right now. Uh, West Virginia, who was down by 10 or down by 15 not that long ago, has now taken the lead over Syracuse, 53-52, to 52, with nine, nine minutes and 30 seconds left in the quarter. Ball just went out of bounds. Syracuse ball. Syracuse, uh, West Virginia is hitting threes. McNeil hits a three all the way from the other end of the court, leaves his hand up, and knows it's going in. How you like that play-by-play, by the way? Anyway, <laughs> anyway so if I'm L.A., I'm, I don't now the problem is LA has no one to trade. Like if you look at their roster, it is ugly. Like there's zero talent on that team outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like well, Brent, no, no, no. I said it. Like that's garbage, and you're about to find out like how much garbage is on that team. Like oh, just shows you how great LeBron is and how much. Now with that being said, this is the last time I call LeBron great because LeBron is now a co-owner of the Boston Red Sox. A team which I cannot stand because if you look behind me, you can see somewhat that what team I root for, the New York Yankees. Thank you very much. So now LeBron is a co-owner of the Boston Red Sox. This is the last time you will ever hear me give LeBron a compliment. And I hope he loses going forward, quite frankly. Mm, mm, mm. I don't wish injury on anybody, but I'm just saying, you know, Boston Red Sox. Probably should have, you know, put your money in the better team. Just saying. Just saying. Why not Cleveland. You're from Cleveland. Like, you just want to erase your existence from Cleveland? You go play in L.A., but you buy into the Boston Red Sox. Like, that's sacrilegious. Like, L.A. and Boston are as, a, as much of a heated rivalry as New York and Boston. Just, the hell? Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. Um, we're going to wrap the show up with a couple topics, uh, like three or four topics we're going to touch on. Um, episode 50 had to be put together real fast because... I had two interviews I thought were going to happen, and they died. They just fell through. Literally, no response. Professional. <laughs> this is Downright Sports, everybody. We'll be right back.
have spilled liquor and virus from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. All right, here we go. Uh, thank you all for listening and watching. This is uh, another show. Um, next, we're back for days. We, we're going to be back for a lot of weeks uh, with March Madness going on, baseball coming back. Uh, <clears throat> and, um, yeah, I mean, nothing else. Oh, the NBA playoffs getting ready to start. So we're going to have a lot to talk about going on. And uh, hopefully uh, the interviews will start kicking in and um, – yeah, because I, I actually, to be fair, I really don't want to interview anybody. But I figured I'd, you know, put some other people on the show. You can listen to what they think. But I, I you know, nobody does a show because they're shy. Let me be clear. You're a little bit narcissistic. Yeah. And I do the show because, I, you know, I have an opinion. I want to tell an opinion. And I have the, the venue to do it. Think, you know, thanks to my man DJ Chase. I can now... Sp- you know, spew my venom all over the place, and I choose to do so. And sometimes I don't want to be interrupted with what other people have to think. That's why I don't have a co-host. That's why I don't look to debate with anybody because I don't feel like hearing your opinion. There's only one other person that I would love that sat in that chair or that chair right there. There are two other people that I would tolerate for an hour. That is John Connie. Because I value his opinion. And he's the only other man that could sway me to come to his side. And not to mention, he will stand behind whatever he says, no matter how much I'm not going to agree with it. And the other person would be Tim Woodson. If I can get him to uh, to just partake. But he's not a he's not a entertainer. He's not into that kind of thing. But his opinions matter. Outside of that, shut up. <laughs> Listen, people who ask me, <clears throat> can they do the show? Yes, you can. When I when I give you the red light, you better be ready. Because I reach out and I hear a lot like, oh, I didn't know it was that deep. Or, Psh, I didn't know you were for real. Yeah. I, uh, I give you your op. You didn't show up. So, that's why I enjoy talking to this microphone. And those all four of you who watch or listen... Thank you, and I appreciate it. All right, I appreciate it. Um, hot topics that's the word, right? That's what shows do when they have a topic, they call it hot topics. Well, since I'm doing it at the end of the show, I'm gonna call it cold topics. All right, I'm gonna call it cold topics, like a cold topic. Deshaun Watson, <clears throat> starting quarterback from the Houston Texans, he started the offseason off by telling his team. I don't want to play here because I want a black coach. I want a black front office. I want it black. Well, they gave him a black coach. I'm sure they gave him a black general manager. He still wants to leave. Okay, fair enough. And then he ran into trouble. Apparently, uh, <clears throat> there have been three women who've come out and said Deshaun Watson sexually assaulted or abused. It's allegations. He has not been proven. Uh, there's no um, several teams remaining interested. Sorry, there's no proof. There's been no guilty pleas 
But now, Deshaun, what do you do? Because you got a contract with the Texans, and they've been very good to you. So do you still want to leave? Because you may now have no choice, because if something comes up, if something goes to trial, we have seen what the NFL teams will do when they think a player is in hot water. They will cut you like a bad piece of meat and throw you out in the street. NFL players are not NBA players. You can't. Why are you demanding trades to teams with uncertainty? The NFL, unless you're Tom Brady, there is no such thing as a certain, uh, you're guaranteed to make the playoffs. One year in the NFL, your team could be the best. Next year, your team could be dog dookie. So, here you are. You're on a team that's always in the mix of making the playoffs. They, they got rid of that dodo head coach of yours. Whoever the new head coach is is going to build the offense around you. But yet, you want to be traded. To where? To, to where? You're not going to Green Bay. That job is being occupied. San Francisco probably is not going to trade for you because they already got buyer's remorse from uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, so where else does that leave? Where can you go? One, just be, you're not turning it unless you can play both sides of the ball. You can be traded, and the team that trades for you gives so much up that you now suck, or you're on a sucky team. So does that really benefit you? The NFL, you have the NFL. You need so much to be great to win. That's why when Tom Brady went to Tampa. He went on a recruiting trip, and he made sure Tampa got, y'all want him, I want him. He went grocery shopping, is what he did. He grabbed a shopping cart, he wiped it and cleaned it with his disinfected, he put on his mask, he went through the shopping cart, and he didn't shop at like a, a Walmart. No, 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 no. He went to Whole Foods, and he made sure he got the, the, the primo cuts. And then after he picked his primo cuts, he went to... Uh, 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 he went to a Sam's Club and a Costco to get the bulky stuff to make sure he could keep playing for the next four years. Well, so while Tom Brady is shopping in the big boys sections, you guys are shopping in Burlington. So funny story, me and Allie, we went to Burlington this afternoon and we were just walking around and we thought the place was closed. There were no, the lights weren't even on. Like what? Okay. So for all of you, for, for you, uh, Russell Wilson's, Deshaun Watson's, for you guys that's like, hey, I'm going to go to this team. You're shopping in a corner store trying to build groceries, trying to fill your refrigerator. You can't do it. Stay where you're at. If any quarterback should demand a trade, it should be Aaron Rodgers. What does he do? Shows up to work because it's better to play with the cards you dealt with because you know the system, you know the team, you know the locker room, you know the, the ins and outs. You're the franchise. You know how hard it is to be a black franchise quarterback in the NFL? You know how hard? Ask Cam Newton. He got hurt one year. They threw him out like he was yesterday's, like he was a pair of old socks. Just threw him out. Tampa Bay got rid of Jameis Winston. For, I don't know, a four-time MVP, seven-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. Like, okay, I'll make that move too. 
But Deshaun, where are you going? What team are you going to? You ain't going to the Ravens. They're not going to trade for you. You're not going to the Kansas City Chiefs. You're not going. You're going to the Dolphins. How's that working out? You go to the Bills. They got their quarterback. Rams got their quarterback. Everybody who got a quarterback, don't nobody need you. Stay where you at. Shut up. Moving on. <sighs> I like that. I like when I get hot. I like when I get angry. <sighs> if Tim's still watching, he'll appreciate that last one. <sighs> anyway, um, Candace Parker and Shaquille O'Neal got into a little quabble the other day. And um, twice they've gotten into a squabble. And I'm noticing something about Candace Parker feeling... Like, okay, who, take away from Candace, all right, who is anybody that works in TNT outside of Charles Barkley, outside, really to argue with a four-time NBA champion, league MVP, one of the most dominant individuals to ever play the game. Now, Shaq's first argument was he said teams don't play defense the way they used to. Where you 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 showed on 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 screens, you had hard hedges, you made sure it wasn't an easy shot. Their argument, Dwayne Wade and Candace Parker's argument was, well, guys can shoot threes. Players always can shoot threes. You telling me every team in the league shoots threes at a high percentage? Are you literally sitting here telling me? It, first of all, if you play defense the way it was it's taught many moons ago. And you really crack down. You apply pressure, full court pressure. You tie your people out. You give them a little rub here and there. You, if you work them the way, instead of just running down to the end of the court and allowing the guy to do a set shot, because that, if you pay attention, they do give them the opportunity to just take a set shot. Like there's no, like I know you can't touch a guy, but there's no type of interaction. Like there's nobody's hit. The last great defensive player we saw was Bruce Bowen. It ain't uh, um, uh, Draymond Green. Trust me, it ain't him. It was Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bowen got in your soul. When you watch Bruce Bowen go against Kobe Bryant, Kobe had to work for his shots. When you watch uh, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, uh, Devin Booker, when they go for shots, there's nobody on them. So don't give it. So uh, there's like a, there's a handful of guys that can hit some of them three point ridiculous shots. For the rest of the league, ain't nobody hitting them shots. Not consist, not consistently enough. I'd rather give up that long ass three point shot from the from the other end of the court. Take it. It's still a bad shot. Don't give me this because some nerd says analytically it's the best percentage for you to score because if you hit it, it's more points. Really? No fooling. No fooling. Hey, if I do 20, if I drive 10 miles faster than the other person, guess what? I'm going to probably, I got a chance of getting there quicker too. Also got a chance of getting a ticket. <laughs> so, and so, and then Shaq basically went and was saying what could make, help the WNBA grow. Something I said a long time ago, lower the rim. Because there are women that can dunk and can dunk fantastically, but they can dunk on the nine foot goal. They can't dunk on the ten. It's just that diff- there's nothing. There's no offense to that. It's not an insult. It's not. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not a, a slight on them. In women's tennis, the court size is different. The rackets are different. In softball, the field is different. The bats are different. Uh, it's a shorter field. Uh, <clears throat> uh, 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 crap. There's other sports. Where the the size and the difference of of the playing field. Oh, golf! Thank you. Golf is different. Women's golf and men's golf totally different. Uh, men uh, uh, tee off 
from one woman to your from another. Different ranges, sizes, and everything. Doesn't make one less than the other. It just makes the playing field a little easier, or it makes the playing field more competitive, if that makes any sense. If you start seeing women dunking in the WNBA, I guarantee it eyeballs will be like, oh, can you imagine watching a WNBA game? Somebody come down the lane and just bang it? See, uh, Brittany Griner just, Ugh. So Candace's argument was her daughter is going to be the first one to do a drop step dunk. Well, I hope she is because I can't wait to see it because I think that would be impressive. And I think the I think the next megastar in the, in the WNBA, we are we're less than a generation away from that player who's going to be that transcendent player for both men's and women's basketball. But right now, she's not here, and you need to make it where you get revenue. It's all about the almighty dollar, and if ain't no revenue, I don't give a damn how good you are. Ain't nobody watching. They need the revenue because they need to get their players paid so they can stop going overseas, and they can now stay home. <laughs> but, like it's, it's simple. Draw in the money. Draw in the revenue. People will watch. And I say shorten the season because the season's too damn long. Like, everybody sees baseball, basketball, football. It's all too long. Well, not football as much because one day of the week. But, I don't know. This argument, though, that, you know, you can't play defense the way you do because guys can shoot threes better is nonsense and BS. It's it's a lazy way and making an excuse that you just want to see more threes. And to me, it's boring. Like, guy hits a three. Oh, he hits a three. I like it when you go back, go back and watch basketball in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. You got to see some battles. You saw scraps. You saw fights. Nah, you don't need to fight, but you saw guys battle to win. Now it's just, you know, everybody wants to be a fashion mom. Anyway, thank you all for watching, listening. Um, I had another topic. We're talking about HBCUs, but we'll cover that one day, someday soon. Um... What was I going to say? I don't even know. doesn't matter. Thank you all for watching. It's been fun. Thank you all for listening. It's been a blast. We'll be back next week. All new show. Um, next week, I don't know what I'm talking about. We'll figure out something. Hopefully something fun happens and we get to cover it the whole show. Uh, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment. If you're, oh, you can, if you, you can also watch small clippets of the show on YouTube and Instagram. And now TikTok, where also I do silly zany stuff, and I'm gonna start doing silly zany more sports related stuff now that summertime's coming. So that should be fun. Um, if you want to be a part of the show, even though I had that rant earlier, feel free to email us at downrightenterprise at gmail.com or hit us up at Instagram at downright sports and leave a comment. Tell me what you think, tell me what you want to do. Um, thank you all for listening. It's been fun. Be safe. Go get your vaccines. Wear your mask so we all can stop one day and we can all go back to sporting events and have fun. Stay tuned if you listen on the Dynasty Radio NY for the Boom Bop Hour. It's uncut, it's raw, and it's giving it to you the way you want to hear about your pop culture and stuff. All right. Also, tune in to Mondays for the DJ Chase pregame. Excuse me, the pregame mix. You can also check out the videos of the, him and his interviews at YouTube's uh, DJ Chase and at Instagram at DJ Chase or Worldwide Sounds at Instagram. All right. Today's opening theme was by the one, the only Mr. Mike Miff, where you can go to YouTube and check out Mike Miff. Um, I mean, not YouTube, uh, his Instagram page at Mike Miff. Everybody's just very clear and to the point. All right. 
Uh, we'll be back next week. You guys have a lot of fun. Be safe. And as always, deuces. Once upon a time, there was a young basketball player who had dreams of becoming one of the greatest basketball players of all time. My name is Kobe Bryant. I'm 17 years old. With the hunger, the motivation, and the desire to be the best possible basketball player that I could be. He worked day and night. Every day for years and years and years and years and years. As time went on, 20 years had passed. And he felt that he had accomplished all that he set out to accomplish. But what he come to realize is that the goal that he set out initially of becoming the greatest of all time was a very fickle one. And what he realized that the most important thing in life is how your career moves and touches those around you and how it carries forward to the next generation. Do you realize that's what makes true greatness? The story would be about transformation. Hey, what's going on, y'all? My name is Kevin Pryor, but I'm better known as 950 Kev from the 950 Lounge Show with LeBron James of the Radio Game, the most electrifying man in media today. And I'm tuned into my man Brent Reed and the Downright Sports Show. And if you ain't tuned in to 950, you better be tuned into Downright Sports. West Sea of Philia, yeah. Going up the double yeah. yeah. Going up the double I'm with this. What we throwing up? Going up the double juice. All you bust ass niggas out there. I got my motherfucking homeboys in the house. My nigga Ice Cube. Back here. Back to set the record straight for all these bust ass niggas who be tripping. It's all we do it, nigga. Front, back, side to side. We be giving it up till the day we die. Niggas hit me up. I'ma have to erupt. So motherfucker, what's up? Front, back, side to side We be giving it up Till the day we die Niggas hit me up I'ma have to erupt So motherfucker, what's up? Niggas clear the lane Here I come once again With this gangsta click Dropping this gangsta shit Strictly for the riders Two riders I got a west side of rhyme for them niggas That's sitting on them date wires Pump the bass Hit the switch Cause Ice Cube Mac 10 and Dub C's Back up in the B.I. itch Straight hooked for life Ain't no looking back Ink in my flesh West side tatted on my chest Walking with the shadow of death Through the land of the scandalous South Central Los Angeles Home of the Crips and the Bloods Where even the strongest niggas Is drugged through the mud And visitors from out of town Best to stay in Hollywood you get the tourist ass kicks stolen through my hood West Coast to the casket drop I'll be throwing it up So motherfucker, what's up? It's gun ho Mac 1, no please You can't fuck with these Ice cubes and dub C's is my G's And hip-hop, top three niggas The new bosses never slipping Cause we flosses, packing in the roses, nigga Thought you knew how we do it Ain't a damn thing changed I'll wait on them things forever in a day So back up, give me room Don't neglect just respecting everything I can't check out wreck Now you can cross out the buses and snitches Shit, only killers, hoochie bitches And hot hydraulic switches allowed On the turf where the real hogs dwell Sold up the hood, the fattest bowlers on the block for sale Inglewood City, the throne, my call home Niggas be so bright, you might need your locs on the bell through and spin your end with Mac 10 Then I gotta confess up, nigga, this wet's up for life Run, 
back Side to side, we be giving it up Till the day we die Niggas hit me up, I'ma have to run So motherfucker, what's up? Front, back, side to side We be giving it up Till the day we die Niggas hit me up, I'ma have to run So motherfucker, what's up? Now I got to show you how the West Coast rocks No razor blades in my mouth just a Glock And I'm hitting you up with that WS The sun rises in the east but it sets in the west No goatees, you get to reek So hand me the goodies, stocking masks, no hoodies Christmas day, I'm in a tray While some of you niggas got the wrong reindeer and a sleigh We don't call it 5-0, we call it one time It's my life, my life, my life, my life In the sunshine One nine weighs a ton How the fuck you think that the West was one? Now shit can be squashed over a 40 ounce of backwash No jokes, Atlanta lopes and hundreds, folks In the East, we can be brothers But when you come to L.A., watch your motherfucking colors West Front, niggas. back, side to side We be giving it up till the day we die Niggas hit me up, I'ma have to erupt So motherfucker, West up? Front, back, side to side We be giving it up Don't knock the dog. 